Have you ever thought that being an entrepreneur would be easier than this? For years, I've tried to break free from Rogue Warrior consultant life, only to return time and again in order to survive. What I soon realized is my own isolation and self-doubt was getting in my way, and that my biggest successes, my happiest moments, came through connections with people who cared about me. It's now my mission to make it easier for entrepreneurs like us to connect with incredible human beings who rise up higher together. We are not self-made, we are community-made. But the real question is, how will we do it? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on this journey as I interview top experts and entrepreneurs who are figuring it out. I'm your host, Jerry Kirk, and you are listening to the Community Forged Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Community Forge podcast. You're with me, the host, Jerry Kirk, and today I have a really exciting guest for you on the show. Manoj Agarwal is an entrepreneur, investor, and he's currently the CTO of Tetranoodle, a software consulting company that helps startup founders with tech projects. Now, Manoj started his career back at the age of 15, working in a factory for 12 hours a day, six days a week, earning a cool $2 per day. While Manoj had no contacts or resources, he was determined to improve his life and realized that education and the right training was really the only way for him to achieve his goals. He managed to acquire a modest education and then went on to become a technical leader and a CTO in multiple startups. So he's very passionate about education and training because without those things, all of his achievements would not have been possible. While building his career, Manoj fought decades of anxiety, depression, and pessimism by indulging in meditation and mindfulness. He's very deeply spiritual, but not religious, and focuses on accessing and training his subconscious mind to create the life of his dreams actively. So please help me in giving a warm welcome to Manoj Agarwal. Manoj, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to have you here, Manoj. And, you know, I'd love to begin by like, looking back at your journey, which, which is fascinating. Right, you had to overcome some really significant challenges early on, mm-hmm. and um, you mentioned that you began your career at the young age of, of fifteen, working long hours in a factory. Why don't we why yeah. don't we start there? Sure. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, uh, the thing is, uh, when you grow up in a uh, in a third world country and that too in a very small community, it's kind of hard when you have very very limited resources, and and that that just the nature of the geography you were um, brought up in. Um, so you have to make the best of it. And that's what I sort of did. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a tough time. But, um, you know, later on in life, I have learned that there is no such thing as a hardship. It's just, uh, you know, some lessons that you have to learn to, uh, to move on to the next chapter of your life. So, uh, you know, even though for for the longest time I sort of resented that period in my life, but as I gained a little bit more wisdom and I learned from other, you know, great people, experienced people, I realized that if I didn't go through that uh, phase of my life, my life trajectory would have been totally different. Like, you know, I would have been um, maybe not as driven, maybe not as creative, maybe not as resourceful. So, you know, all those things came to me because of the experiences I had in the past. So, I treat them as a as a as a necessary step um, that I had to take. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I think every really successful entrepreneur has you know gone through some significant challenges and, and often can can point to those as you know really the the foundation for that later yeah, success. Exactly. So. Exactly. So here you are in a, in a, in a small village in, in India. What, what part of India are you in, by the way? I, I've spent much of, I've, I've traveled through much of India myself. Oh, um, I'm from Punjab. I was born in Punjab, the northern part of India. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, didn't yeah. make it to that, that area, but uh, it's quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so here you are, you know, as a young, a young guy um, in, a, in a small area. How did you... How did you start to find your way, you know, through that, that challenge and start to create opportunity for yourself? You know, I wish, uh, I wish I could tell you that I managed to find my way. All I, I, I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew was that I was, I wanted to do something that is different than what my current situation was like. So that was the resolve. And from there, you know, I, I obviously, as I said, like I didn't have any mentors to guide me and tell me, okay, you know, do this or whatever. Um, so I basically tried to, uh, you know, use sort of a machine gun approach where whenever I saw any inkling of an opportunity to learn, to, you know, grow or, or even try out new things. Um, I, I just sort of put myself into that and see, you know, what happens. And, uh, and 99% of the things were like, you know, obviously they don't work. And so, you know, you learn very quickly. Okay, this is this is um, this is not going to work. So let me try something else. Now, it may sound like I've been dabbling, and and I think that has been true because if you don't have a lot of certainty, dabbling is one way you can figure out. Okay, you know what resonates with you, and and continue on. And then um, along the way, you start to collect some data as well, because you know after 15 years of age, when when I started dabbling into multiple things, I started collecting data. You know what has uh, historically worked for me. And then I started looking more and more for those type of similar things moving forward. Um, and then eventually, you know, I started realizing, okay, you know, I like technology. I like to, I like uh, doing creative things. And, you know, I like to talk to people, even though I'm shy. So I need to figure out how to communicate. So all these things sort of, you know, start to uh, surface as you go through life and you start to analyze things. And all, And the other thing is you have to be really honest with yourself as well. Like, you know, if, if things are not working, you have to you have to be able to say, okay, you know, this is not working. Uh, nothing to do with me. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 trying my hard uh, level best, but but it's time to pivot. And and you know, I tried uh, I tried it, gave my best. So um, lesson learned. Let's move on to the next step, right? So if you do that continuously, and that's what you know, I've learned uh, later uh, by reading books, talking to a lot of smart people. That's how most um, successful people live their lives. You know. They don't dwell on the failures. They just learn from it and move on. Yeah, absolutely. So, so from those, from those early days, then to, you started to, as you said, dabbling and collecting lots of data, had the chance mm-hmm. to experiment with lots of different things. Um, how, how did things then evolve into to where you are today? Yeah, so um, there was, you know, there are some turning points in life, uh, which you don't realize, like as you're going through. So what, one of the biggest turning points in my life was uh, uh, computers were becoming very popular. Uh, this is 95, 96. And remember, again, you know, uh, in, in India, things take a little while ba- back in those days to, to become popular. So 95, I think, uh, you know, that was the first time I heard uh, about what is email. And I was fascinated by that. And so um, 
you know, a computer institute opened up in my small town and I, and I desperately wanted to enroll. And I think it took me about a year to figure out how, how to, how to, um, you know, how to uh, save enough money and enroll into, into a programming course. And my life changed because of two reasons. So I, I fell in love with programming computers and I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I also, uh, found my future wife there. So, um, you know, so that was a big turning point. And, uh, from there, yeah, that's, that's uh, a nice bonus. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, one thing led to another. I got a, uh, you know, a, a, a job as a junior programmer. And then after we got married, um, we decided to move to North America. And so uh, we came uh, over and then I got another job at a, at a startup here. But within three months, I got fired from that job. Uh, so I, that was that was another setback. And I was like, Okay, you know, this is kind of scary coming to Canada. I thought it'll be all good, but here I am, you know, uh, without any money once again, without any contacts and got fired from the first job. And so then I started sort of realizing what actually happened. Why, why did it uh, not work out? And so then I started, you know, again, uh, course correcting myself and applying for the, for the right type of job, for the right type of a boss. And then one thing led to another again, um, you know, I, I, I delivered good work and yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just, just curious. So what, I mean, so you arrived in Canada. So one of the things I'm really, you know, a theme I, I've noticed in your, your journey that I think resonate with a lot of listeners. Cause I mean, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs that, that I know are also kind of feeling somewhat isolated, somewhat mm-hmm. you know, disconnected, perhaps um, mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of things on their own. And, and you know, you've, you certainly dealt with that to, to the extreme, you know, moving to a new country and not really knowing anybody. And as you said, you know, you're, you had a job and then, and lost that quickly right away and had to, had to rebound. What, what were some of the things that you were discovering on the way? And then, and then how did you overcome kind of that, that isolation? Um, the isolation part, uh, you know, so I, I, I won't say I was very extroverted, uh, to begin with. Uh, and, and this I've, I've found in, uh, generally, again, I like to notice patterns. So I'm, you know, I'm not saying that this is, uh, exactly every person is but generally what i found is software engineers it engineers they tend to be introverted and you know one of the reasons they, they pick that profession is they don't you don't have to talk to people a lot you know you just talk to machines um so i was like like that as well i was not like you know very extroverted but what i used to do was i used to observe people how they behave you know how how successful people behave and what are the attributes that make them successful and one of the things that i you know came out of that was learning uh, communicating um, and getting buy-in from other people uh, and sort of, you know, working as a team uh, towards a common goal. So these are the things sort of, you know, I, I um, realized I was not doing when I, when I got fired from my first job in Canada. So, you know, first of all, I, I picked the very first job that was offered to me in Canada. I didn't really look at what kind of skill set they needed and they looked at my skill set and in those days, you know, any, uh, there was a huge demand of anybody who was technical with experience. And so they hired me right away, uh, not knowing like, you know, my skill sets uh, may not really match with what they were looking for. And then the, the third piece was my boss. Um, you know, we, we didn't have a, a good chat before, the, before I joined. And I, you know, I, 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 I should have. Uh, done that before joining the company because I, I would have known that, you know, this is not going to work out. But anyway, I mean, that was the first experience. And so 
the next time around i i did some more due diligence on the boss itself on the on the company on the project and i tried to tell them exactly where my skill set were not make any assumptions and so they said yeah that's fine we'll teach you what you lack and we'll utilize what you have and that way you know that relationship started on a, on a good foot uh, um, uh, and then you know i i actually eventually became um, a team lead or something you know in that company um so so that those were the key things that helped me in that period great so yeah really i'm seeing a, a little pattern of just constant learning and experimentation and and mm-hmm. finding out the the key attributes that um lead to success and also it sounds like also getting really in tune with what who you really are right to to yeah. really get clear on that and to be able to communicate that effectively yeah 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 Th- that's a very good point actually you know self awareness um i guess you can call it uh, i won't call it you know what i did earlier in my life was self awareness it was more self analysis after something had has gone down meaning good never never used to analyze when things uh, go good because you know you feel like you're on cloud 9 you're the genius but when things go bad you know it's more about self analysis about you know what what should i have done differently but later part in my life i started to become more self aware so it's more proactive analysis than you know than you do after something bad has happened and i will recommend everybody do that you know learn about yourself learn about your core values learn about why what drives you what is your why why do you do things that you do and and make decisions from that point onward that really helps align your life with your um, you know uh, your core um, motives or or the purpose of your life basically that's really fascinating so as as you started to create this self awareness more around your why and your purpose and your in your life um what what was kind of going on for you at the time and and how how did that start to uh, shape your future direction what what were some of the the uh, the benefits of that yeah yeah okay so let me give you a quick uh, practical example here um and uh, this self awareness you know as i said in my uh, you 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 mentioned in my introduction earlier uh, i've been on the spiritual path for for several years you know i, I had um, i had that kind of a, a flair as a spiritual flair like even when i was in high school but i didn't really delve into it too much i read a few books and and i used to listen to some some lectures i it didn't really make sense to me and having come from india you know uh, india is the land of uh, like yoga and meditation and all that it just sounded to me more like a propaganda um, so i i ignored it when i was growing up in india but when i came over here you know i saw like people running after um some goals they did they didn't really understand what their goals were they were just running for the for the sake of running and that's when i sort of started delving into mindfulness and meditation and which gave uh, me the tools to become more self aware so that being said now once i started becoming more self aware i started to learn okay you know what is important to me and and what came out was adventure is uh, very important to me family is very important to me spending my time um in a way that sort of makes me happy and people around me happy is very important to me and then when i realized what i was noticing is that a lot of these things are important to me but i was not doing i was not living my life accordingly like you know i was i was overworking myself not spending time with my family uh, and i was justifying it you know some day i'll make it and then i'll have so much time blah 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 right like sure, we yeah. all do that right putting it off uh, exactly exactly mm-hmm. 
so then you know once i realized that my core values were something different and what i was doing in my life was something different and justifying it i started to figure out okay how do i change it and then you know uh, obviously we we you know this is another thing which we, we, we you know once we have some realization we think okay you know we, i got the answers now let's change everything but that doesn't happen with life you know you have to take baby steps and so one of the key things i did was okay i want adventure and i want to spend uh, time with my family so why wait for a year to go to an expensive exotic resort and you know spend one week there uh, rather than saying okay you know let's just spend a little bit of money and go to the next town you know get a hotel and go on a hike together with, with the family and that served uh, exactly the same purpose and it gave me more time with the, with my family lowered the expenses and less hassle for booking all these flights and all that stuff and you know it's that, that those are the kind of changes i started to make uh, which are very easy to make and they bring about exponential results yeah fascinating so yeah it's it's finding again this this constant spirit of of experimentation and um finding ways to make things happen more in the now than than in the future mm-hmm. i it reminds me of something that i i read in, in a book from hal elrod who wrote the milk morning and you know he talks about how really you know where we put our time really shows ultimately where where our our, our true values and priority are exactly and, and exactly. Yeah, yeah he started to make make those align more so i'd love to delve a little more deeply into your your path around spirituality and and meditation and mindfulness and how that how can other entrepreneurs um kind of deepen their their yeah. their practices in this area so that they can help them them grow as entrepreneurs Sure, sure. Um, so you know, I, we were talking about this uh, before the interview started. Entrepreneurship is is not as easy as it looks from the surface. You know, in the news, we always hear about you know all these uh, people who are launching unicorn companies, becoming billionaires within very very short span of time, um, raising millions of dollars, and people get inspired by that, which is a good thing, but. they don't really show the ugly part of entrepreneurship where 80 to 90% of the startups fail even if you're successful you know it's a, it's a lot of stress it's a lot of moving pieces a lot of uh, things go wrong on everyday basis so you got to be mentally prepared for uh, a little bit of a mess that comes with entrepreneurship and um, i always think that you know entrepreneurship is also not just about making money but it's also a, uh, a discovery of yourself what you're made of and how you're going to overcome these challenges so once you once you realize okay this is a challenging environment now uh, just like an athlete trains their uh, themselves it comes to training your mind you know obviously you need you need the other skills that you need the techniques you need the strategies and everything but training your mind is a very very important part and here's where spirituality meditation actually really really helps because once you become once you see uh, these paradigms one it's kind of hard to describe in words but i'll try um you know you start to see your inner self uh, what i mean by that is uh, we think generally we think ourselves as being these physical beings with bodies and boundaries and and all that but once you you know go um, pierce the veil to the other side if you will you start to realize it's basically just energy we are just energy we are uh, these spiritual beings just having this physical experience right so it's like i'm watching a movie uh, in a movie theater 
and this is this is our life so once you get to that point you start to live in the present you start to live more objectively because you know when was the last time you got so upset with a movie or got so emotionally involved that you took it home with you you know like yeah maybe in the scene you got like you know you may shed a few tears you may get emotional once the movie is over you say okay time to go home uh and uh, maybe next week next week we'll check out another movie so that's uh, that's how you start to think you know okay this is an obstacle let's figure out what what can we do right now in the present to resolve this situation or handle it or neutralize it and then move on and there are no um there are no emotional uh, attachments to the outcome uh it's more like you know you, you start to enjoy the process you start to live in the present and that's the key thing that that happens once you go into the spiritual world uh and 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 meditation and mindfulness and that is not to say only entrepreneurs will benefit from it in fact everybody will benefit from it but entrepreneurship is particularly uh you know suited well for this because because of the chaotic environment we live in yeah and and a constant constant challenges that are that are coming up so i i really resonates with me as well i feel like that's that's something i've been delving into a lot more myself recently i was actually just listening to a a podcast um by a gentleman named jim fortin and he was going to, into this very much as well about um the biggest challenge our biggest challenge in life is is attachment attachment mm-hmm. to expectations attachment to results things having to be a certain way and when we let go of those expectations when we just become like more observant and curious as to what's happening exactly then then we have the energy the the ability to to do something about the situation as opposed to yeah, yeah. being overcome with it right like you said like getting really up, up, upset about you know a situation in in a, in a movie which mm-hmm. you know, exactly. doesn't, doesn't doesn't empower us in any way yeah yeah so uh, I mean, you've been down this path for for a while now. I'd be curious. Let's let's say you know, for someone who's maybe dabbled a little bit with meditation or, or mindfulness, um, mm-hmm. where would you suggest? You know, if they were to do anything, mm-hmm. where would you suggest they they put their focus and their efforts to start to, as you said, start to train, start to build these um, the mental side of their. their life? Yeah, I will say start with simple meditation. So there there are you know there are good. I mean. there is no excuse uh, not to do this because information is available like there is information overload about about this subject right so you go to youtube look for simple meditation videos uh, find an app uh, there are apps on on mobile uh, both on ios and android uh, try out headspace app try out uh, calm app there are multiple others but the point is to get started okay don't 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 overthink it don't uh, put yourself down that you're not doing it perfectly you're not doing it you know 15 minutes a day just start with 1 minute start with 2 minutes whatever it is you know just start to get in there and 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 uh, train your mind and your body uh, pick a pick a spot and be consistent and so so your body and mind will know okay you know it's 6 am uh, we are sitting in this corner time to meditate so let's get ready and get going so once you start to get into that habit slowly it will uh, it will start to cultivate so you know you try it for 1 minute today try it for minute and a half tomorrow next week try 2 minutes and and build it up you know uh, don't don't be so harsh on yourself but start yeah that's that's, that's excellent advice um i i actually 
recommend that very much the same myself. It's, it's all about momentum, right? And yeah, try, exactly. making it, making it as easy as possible to, to do something. So, I mean, it's pretty hard to get worked up about a minute. We all have a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> so out, outside of, of meditation and kind of building that practice, what, what are some other key components that you feel are, are necessary to have, um, you know, a healthy uh, mindset? Um, see, the key thing I will go back to is self-awareness, right? So healthy mindset is, uh, is it gets muddied when we don't live or build our life according to what is important to us. And unfortunately, most people do that. And I, I'm, I'm guilty as much as anybody else. Um, so generally, when people, uh, when people think about, okay, you know, what do I want out of life? The first thing that comes out of money is success. And that success generally ties to money, monetary success or promotions or whatnot. But then they, they, you know, seldom people go deeper. Okay, you know, what do I need money for? Like, what am I going to spend a million dollars on? And then it may come up and say, okay, you know, I want to buy a nice house. And, and then you can say, okay, why do, why do I want to buy a new house? And then uh, if it's not a superficial answer and you go deeper, it could be like, you know, I want to make sure I want uh, to give a good life to my family. Okay, why, why do I want to give good life to my family? Because, you know, when I was raised, uh, nobody cared for me and I didn't get to go to this school trip or, you know, I didn't, I didn't eat in, uh, you know, in a fancy restaurant. My, 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 um, my friend used to go to, you know, all these things that, that uh, sort of haunt us uh, from childhood these are the core things that drive us uh, in our adulthood because we are trying to fill that gap that that left op- was left open when I, when we were growing up so once you get to that level of understanding that okay you need money because you know you feel some resentment because of your you know some incidents that happened in your childhood and that's the gap you're trying to fill and now you can work from there and say okay how about you know, I want to fill that gap. Maybe is there an, any other way I can fill that gap? Maybe rather than killing myself or trying to earn a million dollars, can I actually just maybe help somebody who is in a similar situation and get even more ben- uh, more satisfaction out of that experience? So once you l- get to that level of understanding, you can start to find find alternatives in how you can direct your life, which will be less stressful, more satisfying, and in alignment with what you really want to do what whatever you want to get out of life i really like that a lot manush it's yeah it's so often we can just sort of go through life through life blindly and and so when we take the time to to reflect we can find yeah better better paths what what are some what are some ways you you think can help people um you know become more self-aware so what, this this exercise that I just gave, um, it's a it's a very good exercise for anyone to practice. Meaning, it's a, it's a I think it's called seven levels of why. So you know, generally when we when we talk about our why, we stop at the first level, which is money or success or whatever, um, and then we never go deeper than that because we just assume, hey, you know, we've been taught uh, in in our school that the reason for you to go to school is so that you can get a good job one day and make money or, you know, the, the whole society is saying money is your core value. So it's gotta be right. Right. So that's our number one value, but we never take the time to go deeper and understand ourselves. And that's one exercise I will highly recommend. And then 
the other exercises could be you know just sort of observing your thoughts throughout the day actually recording your thoughts and and saying okay you know how do i how do i feel on day to day basis and again there are multiple apps for this and you can use binders you know just just like piece of paper so it's about reaching out within not reaching out outside and not look for like okay what is the latest digital marketing strategy i can use today or what, you know it's more like okay what am i thinking today why am i thinking what is triggering that right what purpose is serving because you will start to notice that whatever we are feeling it actually is a trigger for something that will happen in the future so you start to draw all these conclusions and you you know the life becomes like a really intriguing puzzle you you're starting to put together your own life and so so the the deeper you go the more clarity you get and and the more how can i say the you you make the decisions out of that clarity which are which are much better decisions than you know what you used to take so hmm. um does that oh, did i did i go off on a tangent or did that answer the question no i think that's that's great manuj what okay. was popping in my mind as you were talking is you know again just that spirit of you know being curious being observant mm-hmm. and yeah. and you know applying that as you said within applying that to your own behaviors and just yeah yeah trying to yeah. understand that better so Wow, this has been really um, amazing, Manoush. I have really um, have enjoyed hearing about your your story and um, just how we can, you know, we can use things like uh, awareness and, and mindfulness to um, really to create the kind of life that we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything more that you wanted to to share with uh, listeners before we wrap up today? Um, no, I I just I just think you know. Um, uh one thing i would like to say is like you get um you get what you want out of life life will give you what whatever you want out of life so if you're disappointed with what whatever you are getting right now or you're you're not getting what you thought you were change your mindset because that is exactly what you're getting because whatever whatever is is being presented to you is coming out of your own mind whether you like it or not that's the reality so if you change your mindset that's when you start to see different things that's when you start to run into different people start to have different conversations and believe in yourself and and just go after it that's uh, that's what i would like to share, uh, say and if if it's okay um i have a uh, a gift for your listeners and viewers i if if it's okay i can mention it here yeah this bit yeah this is a great place to wrap up manush so uh, yeah please let us know uh, what you have and and how people can can find more about you online Sure. Yeah. Um, easiest way is connect with me on LinkedIn uh, or Facebook, um, and uh, just look it up my by my name, bald brown guy. I think um, it'll be easy enough for for you to find. <laughs> and then um, I have a free gift, especially people who are interested in uh, you know learning more about their mindset and try to see how they can uh, uh, control uh, you know or shift it. Uh, you can go to innerget.com. So i n n e r g e t dot com and uh, there's a free video series that I've put together. Um, so you can subscribe to that and try to understand your own mind and become more self-aware. So was that innergift dot com? Innerget. Innerget. Yeah, innerget dot com. And we'll we'll include yeah. that in the show notes as well. Awesome, great. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Manish. It's been a it's been a wonderful to talk with you today. Thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so. 
Be sure to click on the subscribe button in your app so you never miss a future episode. And when you leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen, you help more people discover and then transform their lives through the powerful life-changing stories on this podcast. I invite you also to share something that you heard in this episode that you would love to turn into a conversation. Share it with people and have that conversation. Because when ideas become conversations that build connections, that's when momentum happens. I'll see you in the next episode.